Maybe big data has gotten too big. Whether you're a B2B marketer or a consumer brand, your data needs to be viable, relevant, and accessible so that Starista can help you retain customers, acquire customers, and make it personal. Welcome to the Marketing Stir Podcast by Starista, probably one of the most entertaining marketing podcasts you're going to put in your ear. I'm Kevin, the producer here at Starista. The goal of the podcast is to chat with industry leaders and get their take on the current challenges facing the market. And maybe we'll have a little fun along the way. In today's episode, Vincent's old friend, Donna Hamilton, Chief Innovation Officer at Alliant, hops on the podcast to discuss Alliant's role as a data and analytics company, as well as her place as a thought leader in the marketing space. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Starista's The Marketing Stir. I am your happy host, Vincent Petrofessa the Vice President of B2B Products and Partnerships here at Starista, still Interim General Manager of the B2B Division. They have not taken that title away, nor have they given me the General Manager title. What does a person have to do to get promoted here? I'm kidding, they take care of me here at Starista. It is so good to talk to you, coming at you during the holiday season. Thank you so much everyone for listening and, and all the amazing, warm thoughts that you send me and come up to me at different conferences and tell me how you listen to the podcast, your favorite guests, and of course, you know, our signature questions that you love. It's been great. So keep that love coming. We appreciate it. Let's talk for all those of you who are listening for the first time. We're the Marketing Stir, brought to you by Starista. Who is Starista? This is the only time we talk about Starista in the entire in the entire, you know, we don't take advertising here, but we're a marketing technology company. We help people through our own data sets, business to business, business to consumer, access that data to help them get new customers. We have our own ESP, our own DSP. That's who we are. Email me, vincent at starista.com. That is how confident I am that we can help. I just gave you my email address. <laughs> Boy, do you use it. Not always for the reason I want, but You'll notice today my co-host, he's not here because he's bummed that he can't talk to this guest, but I'm, because he knows her personally as well. But I'm extremely happy. I have known this guest, let's call it maybe 15 years, at least. Probably about that. <laughs> Probably about that, right? You know, one of my favorite people in this industry, ladies and gentlemen, we were actually, we sat so close to each other for a number of years back in our info group days the very special ladies and gentlemen the chief innovation officer at alliant the audience company love alliant i have so many friends there my friend donna hamilton what's going on donna hi <laughs> oh i'm i'm looking forward to having a conversation with you this is great of course it's so great you know we have such an amazing history together and you know i love my so many friends at alliant love what you're doing there you know, and Donna, so sorry I missed you at the Silver Apple Awards. We'll we'll talk about that later. Uh, I always like see you know former Silver Apple Award winner. Little teaser. We'll get to that as well, people. There, look look what we're doing to the audience. The audience is like, what? What do you mean? Yeah, just a little teaser. But Donna, it is great to see you. Talk to us. You know, I I obviously very close to Alliant. I know I love what you're doing there. Alliant, the audience company, talk to us in your own words, what Alliant does, and then your role there. Talk to us. I love the role. You've, you've grown so amazingly with that company. You're so passionate about it. Talk to us about those two points. Sure. 
So um, Alliant is a data and analytics company at its core. That's what we're about, working with data and analytics to address um, the objectives for consumer product marketers, right? And I oversee data strategy, which is a lot of fun because, you know, data in in this company is a very um, integral part and it's a creative way to help marketers address their uh, business objectives. I work very closely with data science and the sales teams to help them understand how to best leverage what we do to meet the client goals. And um, yeah, it's just a lot of fun. We introduced um, a lot of the different audience products through the years that I've been here. And, and that's probably one of the most fun aspects for me is, is building out new um, products and solutions like that. Yeah, and I, and I know when I remember when you had started at Alliant and you know you, you certainly have, have grown so amazingly with that company there. And but talk to us, let's take it back, right? You know, how did you get started in in you know data strategy in this business? You know, uh, when I met you, we were you know sharing some office space. Back at uh, back at Info in Greenwich, Connecticut, right? We had an identity crisis. I was working for a large. All these different list companies got acquired by Info Group in a, a just a short period of time, and I was still working. It was under the Info Group umbrella, but with the brand Millard Group. You were with Walter Carl. We sat next to each other in the Direct Media building, and then there was Info USA on the other side. So I think we all had a little bit of an identity crisis going on there. That was it was fun though. It was fun. It was. We made the most of it, but you're absolutely right. It was like all these different companies under that, but you know, what what I always take away from my time there is just these relationships, right? Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, at Info Group, I actually met my wife, you know, my my most special. Yeah, she was my, working in the office there with us as well. Yeah, yeah. And it, she was there and it wasn't that wasn't always the beginning of it. I, we were in separate offices, you know, when, when we first met and then it was like now we're in the same office. But hey, it worked out. We're married with two children and we just celebrated our two year. I'm oh, sorry, two year, 10 year. Uh, <laughs> it feels like two years, Donna. No, it feels like well, that's good. Yeah, no, it, that's not true. It feels like 25 years, but uh, I, I love her so much anyway. But it's uh, we were there and we were having the uh, great in, in relationships. That's what I talk about, you know, these friendships. But. You know, how did you get started? Like in, in before that, in data strategy, data the marketing, what brought you into it? Yeah. So, um, well, I, I started at a list company, right? I, I started actually in the city at Thomas Publishing, and they did um, regional directories. And I was working in the marketing department there, and it was working on direct outreach, you know, direct mail, email, et cetera, marketing. But then I, I ended up moving into a position to oversee their list business. And, you know, I, it just immediately um, was something I, I had um, a passion for. I was able to make more data out of data, right? You know, just better segmentation, enrichment. And I was able to, um, you know, launch some new list products. And I got uh, working with different brokers, et cetera. And then ultimately went to Millard Group. We uh, were in New York and we moved up to New Hampshire to work for Millard Group. Uh, ben Perez was the president at that time. And 
you know, spent like 15 years working for Millard, then we were acquired by Info Group. But I always was, I was a list manager, but I always found myself working with databases, master files, enriching them, creating new product to make the, the list viable, right? And then especially as you start competing with cooperatives, you know, you either worked with them to enrich or to come up with product that could be competitive because I was, you know, managing individual brand titles and the goal was to monetize it as much as possible, right? So I also then well, then had some exposure to uh, uh, modeling and with the bigger databases and master files, you can do that. And I really enjoyed it. Uh, working on that, the whole data science aspect was very interesting to me. So at, you know, toward the end then of that, at that time there, when I was with Info Group, I did do some work with um, Alliant. They were offering some optimization for a mutual client, Martha Stewart. And I said, wow, I really like what they offer. I thought it was really cool. And it seemed like, um, you know, kind of like a think tank, right? There was like a, a, a cooperative database being built out that was very strong, as well as a really strong data science team. And lo and behold, there was a position open and I took it. <laughs> I mean, I took it, they wanted me, you know, I had to go through a, a bit of a process, but um, yeah, got here and, um, you know, just continue to grow with my knowledge of data science and leveraging data and to me, it's like really creative. It's a lot of fun to work with all different data sources. So that's my well, long story. <laughs> no, it's a great story, you know, because I, I uh, you know, I started in list management as well and kind of took it to the sales and sales leadership side and business development. But yeah, you know, well, it worked out well because, you know, you cannot go to a conference now. You know, Alliant is so well represented, but it's you. It's you. It's Joanne, my friend. It's Caitlin. It's it's Chris. It's like you know, always at these conferences, and, and you know, so you you be you know become along with you know some other people there, the face of that company. So it's uh, it, it's great to see the the growth, especially you know you being a friend. So let's talk about you know Alliant. So for me, right, there's a, a few different ways I see Alliant. Right, like at its core, like marketing services company, analytics company. What would you say? How would you describe it? Oh, yeah, we're we're definitely a data and analytics company, but because of our consultative approach, we we are able to work, you know, specifically with the brands and brokers regarding uh, their clients as well. Um, specific advertising and marketing objectives for them. So that consultative approach, you know, gets us in in with them on the marketing side, right, and really understanding their business. So, you know, the data and the analytics, you know, builds out the solutions, but, you know, we have to have the insights and guidance and intelligence that um, our brand partners need, right, to meet their objectives. Yeah, a little bit of both. And, you know, I always, I, I think this is me, right, being in the industry and knowing, uh, you know, Alliant. I always think Alliant, first party data. Alliant, you know, so you're always working, which is great. I mean, you know, you, you, customers are entrusting you to work with their first party data, which I think is like the ultimate trust. So talk to us how, you know, well, what are some of the challenges there, first of all, because 
the first thing that comes to mind sometimes with first party data is, you know, privacy and trust. What's Alliant doing there to kind of ensure that trust? Yeah. And, and when we say first party data here at Alliant, first party data is only used for that, for that member, for that client, right? And no one else. Um, what we'll get, I'll, I'll talk about what we do in the co-op in, in a moment, but uh, just going back in time to our uh, founding, I mean, we started as a credit screening service. It was leveraging a credit database because a lot of the brands we were working with had bill me offers. And at that time, they were deemed to be credit offers. And, you know, we would aggregate the data and it would be under an FCRA compliant database. So from our founding and the beginning of, of the company, we were building in all of the checks and balances, you know, and compliance that were needed to follow FCRA guidelines. And that's protecting, being compliant and protecting that data. But then over time, the bill me offers really were then deemed marketing. So we expanded to have a credit and a marketing file, and we still do to this to this day. But having that, um, the, the setup of our company off of the FCRA compliant database, when things started shifting more, especially like the CCPA, CPRA, and now rolling across the country with all different state laws, it was not that big of a shift for us to get the same, you know, processes in place to be compliant and handling opt-outs. And I mean, because we were doing consumer credit reports and we still do, and now we have marketing uh, consumer reports. So, um, you know, we're, we are buttoned up with regard to how to set, how we had to set that up and how we can continue to keep it compliant, we have in-house counsel, separate data governance team, you know, um, so we make sure that we're compliant with every all the new state laws and any federal regulation that might eventually come along. Um, and um, so because of that, I think the brands are comfortable sharing the first party data and they know the way we set it up at Alliant is their first party data is housed separately and for their use only. We do transform it into a second party view, which is what is brand anonymized and uh, merged together with, um, you know, commingled and multi-buyer behavior that gives a fuller view of what the consumers are buying across hundreds of product lines so that our solutions can be very powerful for each of the, the brands that we're working with, but it doesn't expose their data because it's changed. It's no longer just their data. It's a, 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 a rolled up second party taxonomy that is frankly, you know, our work product, right? And we leverage that for analytics and audience creation and then, you know, have permissioned identities that we link everything to to make it actionable. The other thing I'd like to just highlight is that we're all about wanting to be compliant. We have certifications for SOC compliant. We, again, follow FCRA. But we also, um, you know, have over the last couple of years done separate audits with the IAB data transparency and Neutronian data quality scoring. But now we're the very first that has done the dual IAB Neutronian um, data audit, 
you know, certification for data quality and uh, transparency. So we're the first one to get the, the dual certification. And then we just also got the Neutronian cookie list certification. So these are the kinds of things that we do, truth set scoring, all this stuff to make sure that the data is compliant. We prove it out. We What we have out there, you know, for on the shelf or custom solutions is um, what it should be. It It's transparent how we're creating it and, um, you know, and we have an, a third party looking at it and um, giving us those certifications. So long, long uh, winded maybe on all that, but that's why, you know, I think that the brands are comfortable working with us, you know, because we have all of that baked into our solutions. Absolutely. No, it's a, it's a great breakdown and it adds credibility to your, your company's portfolio, it definitely does. It's just important. That's why I was really wanting to emphasize all of that for moving forward in where things are going. You know, yeah, the third party cookies going away. We have first party data. You can share that with us and we'll enrich and take it, you know, to the next level. You have to have that all buttoned up or you're not going to be able to engage directly with the brands, right? You said something that is in our world, comes up a lot, the demise of the cookie. And, you know, we haven't spoken about it too much on this podcast, you know, this, there's, you know, just hasn't come up naturally, but in your case, like you're, like you said, Donna, you're preparing for it. What, what is Alliant doing in that area to, in the future? How are you prepared for that? You work with a lot of data, like you said, various forms of data. Talk to us a little bit about that. Yeah. So, at the core of our identity graph, it is deterministic, right? So that's a good thing. Like that's the, I mean, the first party data then feeding into and transforming into a unified view. It's still linked to individuals, which with all the new alternative IDs, UID2 by Trade Desk, you know, ultimately rolling out across more than just the Trade Desk, Ramp ID, I think there's a um, fabric ID from Newstar. I mean, every, everybody's got an ID, but that all has to tie back down to an, a known consumer, an identity, right? And so because we are at that level, at, our, at the base of our, our data asset, we can link up using, you know, hashed emails or uh, different hashing to uh, sync up with these IDs. And um, even integrate directly with different platforms, but uh, not on the you know PII, but on hashed identities. But you have to still start if you want to have you know a good quality um, link in the ID graph to other data that you're going to use for audiences and whatever. You, you want to be to the known individual, right? And then the household, and then the address, and roll it up from there. But as long as you're working with these IDs that are encrypting and anonymizing um, for the targeting, then you know we're agnostic with that. We just want to work with wherever we can do it in a compliant way and anonymized way. So um, I feel like we're in a good position to just continue to move forward. I mean, we're doing very well with the UID too um, in that, um, there's more and more um, of the um, targeting being done, the media 
uh, is being bought on the UID2, um, it's growing. Let's put it that way. And, the th you know, no, in anticipation of the third party uh, cookie going away. Mm, yeah, I love it. It's like, you know, it's like inside baseball we're talking. And I, I, you know, I'm sure it'll resonate with a lot of the people who listen to the podcast because they're advertisers, they're marketers. You know, it's going to be affecting them in, in a variety of different ways. Uh, one thing that does you know, affect everyone who, who's listening to the podcast. Again, first party data. And then you also mentioned third party data, right? How is Alliant utilizing third party data to help enrich that first party data to make it effective to go ahead and then market to it? That That's a big part of my job. So is, um, you know, of course, we work with the first party data, which again, to we, we have a transformation. I, I like to say then that second party data. We in, that's all about purchasing behavior, right? And um, which is important because we're servicing, you know, direct to consumer marketers or brand marketers, but they're trying to engage, right? Direct to consumers. And purchase behavior, you know, historic and current is very predictive. But third-party data can be additive and, and descriptive to fill out the profile of the consumers that we have. So, of course, demographics, lifestyle data, automotive ownership. Are you a new mover? Are you a pre-mover? Um, the home ownership aspect, social data. We now have TV viewership information. All that data adds to the fuller picture of what the consumer is not only how they how they um, buy and behave in you know different kinds of um, direct to consumer programs, but also you know their interests, their demographic profile, and you know all of that other information fills out the profile, right? And um, we leverage it all in the in data uh, science, right? The models ultimately determine the attributes that are most powerful for creating an algorithm with you know the the business objective. And sometimes it's the third party data that is more important than um, or in combination with the purchase data can be as important. We'll put it that way. Absolutely. And and now, Donna, you said. And I wanted to get to it. I, I, I know you're doing a lot in the TV space, but is, what else is new on the horizon for Alliant? And now talk to us about the, you know, some of the TV stuff you're doing, those audiences, but also you know, as we look to 2024. Right. So, I mean, do you, do you want me to, with the TV viewership is brand is new to us um, this fourth quarter. Um, we've been doing, you know, we've been, have had audiences out there being used for CTV and um, and, uh, and advanced TV uh, targeting addressable TV, but um, to specifically then incorporate um, viewership TV viewership information, um, which we're we're sourcing um, with a partnership where it's you know these media uh, streaming servers and apps et cetera that are able to capture the viewership information, so it's deterministic. We're building out some deterministic audiences modeled to address uh, genres, subgenres, uh, movies and content, and actual smart TV ownership. And that in combination with also being able to look at 
actual subscriber information for the streaming services off of credit card transactions. Are they subscribing to Hulu or Netflix or Amazon Prime, et cetera? So we have now, you know, a suite of TV audiences that are the subscribers to the streaming services and then the, the viewership based on their specific content, high-level genre, subgenre, and then the smart TV ownership. So we're really excited because, again, we were really starting to see some good activity for CTV, um, but now having this as well, I think, is just going to continue to um, to grow that that for us, that marketplace. And, um, you know, we've launched some new political audiences. I mean, we've had a lot out there to begin with, but with all that's going on right now with the different candidates and, um, you know, building out that and maybe addition, some additional issues and causes that would uh, resonate uh, with the voters. We've got that out there because next year, you know, is a big election year, right? So, um, but what might, might be new then also is um, CPG and health data. So, you know, I'm looking at others. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, you hear about- That's uh, next year. <laughs> yep, you hear about health, you hear about like retail. Retail was kind of like this year, but it's always ever, ever trending. So, yeah, no, it's a, I'm glad to hear that you're, you know, diversifying there. And yeah, political season- is is uh, huge. Strista just hired someone uh, also specifically to help in that area. So yeah, you're right. It's uh, it's all growing there. Uh, Donna, let's talk about something that's near and dear to my heart: the Marketing Club of New York, formerly the Direct Marketing Club of New York. Alliant has always been very heavily involved with board membership, attendance, sponsorship, uh, the uh, Alliance sponsors the uh, yearly outlook, which is always one of our biggest events. And uh, also the Silver Apple Awards, we'll get into that in a moment. And, but talk to us about the importance of that, you know, I, that why Alliant continues to do that and the importance of that thought leadership uh, locally here in the community. I mean, I have to say um, it does come from the top, right? Joanne Dunn has been very much an advocate and involved for most all of her career, I would say, with um, industry associations and especially those that give back to the industry because you want to keep it a vibrant, um, thriving one, right? And to share your experiences with um, and be a mentor, right, with those that are just coming in is important. So she leads the charge with that, right? And uh, Kate. Certainly, you know, Caitlin falls uh, in step with that as well, being now on the committee. But, um, I, you know, a lot of the leadership here at Alliant and, and across the board have had some at some point a period where they're involved with, you know, associations. I had been on the Hudson Valley DMA board for a number of years. And it's just about wanting to give back because it's been a good industry and career for many of us. And um, what did we learn that we can share with um, those that are new, right, and be mentors, but also what we have learned from those that came before us can be passed down. And it's about, you know, so how do we share that? It's about, you know, good content and presentations, being on panels, writing articles, and uh, you know, just participating in the events that 
that they hold and and the company is always you know sponsoring to support those kinds of things like with the Bruce Beagle um, kickoff at the beginning of every year uh, because that like there you go that's an education let's tee us up what happened last year and then what is you know what does Winterbury Group see for the uh, the new year and how does that help us all out right. It, it, it certainly is. I, you know, I have been a board member probably going on 10 years now, and it was very much that as well, where when I joined, maybe maybe even longer than that, I was like, you know, I was still the young pup in the industry where I was like, oh, let's have some representation of those young people who the club is looking to help, like you said, Donna, and bring in and, and continue to nurture the marketing club in New York actually gives scholarships to people, local, local schools here in New York city to help the marketing industry and direct marketing industry thrive. So that's what we do there. And, and also the, every year there's the silver apple awards, which I was very fortunate to have hosted many of those uh, events this year. Again, I did not make it because I was on my 10 year anniversary smack dead yeah I'm that's glad that, that you remember i remember that, that. <laughs> yes i did and it was uh november 2nd and that's why i could not make it but you know you yourself are a silver apple award winner and uh so congrats to that i was so happy when i saw that that was a couple years ago and uh yeah and but you were at the silver apple awards this year uh you know with with representing alliant so let's talk about why you, you, you know, you also, I love what you also do as well. You know, people know this about me. I am a stand-up comedian and I perform all over here in Manhattan, but, you know, talk to us about your hobbies, like what you like to do. And you know where I'm getting at here, what you're doing you at the Silver at. Apple Awards, you know, you're a marketing rock star and also a literal rock star. <laughs> I liked, I am. Well, and you know, what's funny is that cause um, I did, uh, um, like I think maybe it was in 2018, I got the Data Rockstar Award from uh, IAB, which was very appropriate because I I like to sing. I sing in a classic rock band. It was a former pursuit before I got involved in loving uh, data <laughs> and analytics. I um, wrote and you know sang, recorded and sang um, songs when you know way back when but anyway i'm in a classic rock band now called robin in the hoods it's my um robin newhook is it's her band here i work with robin but um we have a blast and we played at the silver apples we um did the opening set i mean a cocktail hour and then we did a, a closing set but you know what's interesting is through the years prior to coming to alliant i worked at millard and we used to have, for like maybe six years in a row, Time Inc. parties, because they were a big client. Christine Slaseric was uh, our our person, our contact there at um, Time Inc. And Ben Perez, the president of Millard and I, he, he plays harmonica and I sing. And we would we would get these bands for the party and then we'd like sit in. And it started out like we'd sit in with one song and then every year we by the end, we were like doing almost a whole set, you know, with these bands. But we got to play some really great clubs because, you know, we had these parties all over in New Orleans and Chicago and 
all these great places. So, um, yeah, it's been fun to be able to do that on the side, you know, while still working, you know, what I, what I do. That's awesome. Yeah, I know. And, and, and so fitting this year, it was at, for the first time, it was at the Hard Rock in yeah, Manhattan. it was great. So it was great. And now uh, it next was year so is the cool 40th. To have a full sound, like the sound man and everyone was mic'd and the full light show. And it was like, wow, we felt like celebrities. I know. Great. Yeah. I look forward to, uh, I didn't get to host it this year, but hopefully I'll host it next year, the 40th. It's the 40th anniversary, the special one. They asked me this year, but I said, this is the 10 year anniversary. And if I want to continue to be married, yeah, that, I cannot that, host. That counts. Yeah, that counted. <laughs> it was the nine year or the 11 year. I'd be like, ah, you know, she, she'd be okay with it. But let's ask the, again, our signature question that people love. And we've even did a compilation of this. LinkedIn, we're all on LinkedIn, you know, Chief Innovation Officer, you're, you're getting, you know, multiple emails and solicitations, I'm sure. What's a message, Donna, that resonates with you? And what's one that you just like hate, you never want to, you never respond to. Yeah. Um, the ones that I like are um, not only relevant with obviously my role and what the company is about, but sometimes if they're connected to like there was just some announcement, there was, you know, a blog or a post from a client and it, it they can talk and that person and it may be someone that I'm already LinkedIn or is asking me to connect but that they make reference to something that, you know, will resonate that Alliant either is talking about or it's relevant to my role at the company and is obviously tailored. The ones that I can't stand is that you can tell that it's just it's a copy and paste or just, a you know, a mass send out. And, and even though it might be addressing all contacts that might be interested in data or whatever it's still not customized uh tailored for me and i don't really pay much attention to those yep i'm the same way there's a lot of people who reach out to us pr agencies to get people onto this podcast and i always say and we rarely 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 accept them we always like to go after our own guests but they always say, I, I always say, here's some advice. Start out by saying you love the podcast or you listen to the <laughs> podcast, even if you don't. That's a good way to pique our interest before you get your client on to this podcast or try at least. So yeah, I agree with you, Donna. So this has been amazing, Donna. Keep up the awesome work at Alliant, the audience company. Check them out, ladies and gentlemen. So many great people that I know and am friends with. They're doing some great things there. I'm so happy we got to chat, Donna. Me too. This has been awesome. Uh, that's Donna Hamilton, the Chief Innovation Officer of Alliant, the audience company. I'm Vincent Petrofessa, AJ Gupta. I will see you soon. I'll give him a big hug for you, ladies hi, and AJ. gentlemen. Say hi, right, AJ? We. We love you, pal. We'll see you soon. Thank you so much, everyone, for listening, and we'll talk soon. Thanks for listening to the Marketing Stir podcast from Starista. Please like, rate, and subscribe. If you're interested in being a guest on the podcast, please email us at themarketingstir at starista.com. And thanks for listening.